Welcome to the Hydric and Struggles Leadership Podcast. Hydric is the premier global provider of senior level executive search and leadership consulting services. Diversity and inclusion, leading through tumultuous times, and building thriving teams and organizations are among the core issues we talk with leaders about every day, including in our podcasts. Thank you for joining the conversation. Hi, I'm Peter Behnke, partner at Hydrogen Struggles and member of the Corporate Officers Practice. In today's podcast, I'm talking to Catherine Danke, former CFO of Osram, a global German company offering innovative and sustainable lighting solutions. During her mandate from April 2020 to June 2021, Catherine contributed to the realignment of the industrial group from a traditional lighting manufacturer to an innovative high-tech champion. She also sits as non-executive director on the boards of Knorr-Bremse and B. Brown SE. Catherine, welcome and thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Well, Peter, thank you for having me. Catherine, um, can you tell us about your career journey and what aspects of leadership help you succeed and get where you are today? My first focus is on listening to uh, what people have to say and especially what they don't tell you or why you don't get all information. Uh, secondly, I think it's all about the team, uh, which is um, on your side, uh, but also on your level. So um, the team aspect is very, uh, very important. And I think it's one of our leadership challenges to define the right people over time in order to form this kind of team. Um, that's the two key elements. What leadership skills have you and your team developed in the last 18 months that are helping you thrive in this new normal? Well, given um, the fact that COVID really changed our lives and we didn't have uh, any idea on how deep the crisis would um, develop, how long it would take, and what kind of impact it would make on all of us, on, on our production, on our way of working, uh, on our um, market climate. We were suddenly in a crisis mode. Um, and I personally remember well, um, having gone through the crisis of 2008-2009, where um, we had the financial crisis, I personally remember that well, and I remembered all the tools we used at that time that helped tremendously in order to react quickly. Um, first, everything was about safeguarding liquidity. Uh, with um, all the tools which you have on the financing side, but also expanding uh, limits with banks just in order to make sure you are best prepared for whatever case. And the second, I just mentioned the case, since we were in, a, in months of complete uncertainty about next um, developments, uh, we had a continuous view on our, on our budget. Uh, it was more or less um, a, a short-term view. We didn't look at any long-term budgets at all in this uh, stage. And we did more short-term um, sensitivity analysis and especially liquidity forecast. That was uh, focus in the last 18 months. 
And how did the role of the CFO change during the crisis and, and which changes do you expect to last? The role very much changed from, from the strategic aspect. So the strategic aspect in that position was less relevant. We were a little bit more, for me personally, we were, were more hands-on working on liquidity and, of course, on the cost position. And at the end of the day, that that is what's, what's going to last because I think a lot of companies, such as ours as well, have taken the opportunity to review once again their cost structure, their fixed cost structure um, especially. And we will have, I think, a leaner envir business environment going forward, again, as a, maybe one of the better aspects of that crisis. And what challenges do you foresee for, for CFOs in the next five years and how can CFOs prepare to face them? Well, the, the first challenge, I think, is to define the new normal at work. What will be the lessons learned from from uh, home office uh, and video call uh, months of, um, of remote office work? What's good and how will we continue to reinforce what has been good. So I think work will be uh, one of the uh, new challenges. The second is, I think, uh, that we will have to review our logistic chain, all of us. Uh, do we really need to be as globalized as we are in every aspect or is there a certain aspect of security coming into place uh, which is a value in uh, in itself whenever it comes to to crisis and uh, we just see that uh, global logistic chains and um, part sourcing of parts is uh, still under very clear pressure and uh, we see the, the outcome of that and it's going to last, uh, from what I see, for more months. And therefore, um, the logistic chain needs to be rethought for the future. Another topic is about diversity and inclusion. This topic is now a must-have. So what are the differences? of how DNI is tackled in your experience as CFO compared to your board roles? Being um, part of the diversity discussion as a female, it's very difficult for me <laughs> to to distinct between uh, what what does what is uh, the new um, what is the impact of diversity? I truly believe and experience that mixed teams create more openness, sometimes more creativity, um, and the um, mixed team idea. Uh, I think is well acknowledged um, in most, I, maybe not all, but most of the industry, I think, today. I think, uh, as I said before, the most important advantage is creativity and team building aspects, because especially in diverse teams, I found a lot of breaking the rule, team developments, which were unusual um, in what I've seen before. One traditional path to a CEO role is by serving first as a CFO. So do you think that's still a good career background for CEOs? 
Sure, but it's only one of the possibilities. Um, I don't think that this should be or this, that this is the new normal a CEO role. Um, depending on the, I would say the governance and the business model of a company make a lot of sense uh, if you're coming from the industrial or engineering side just as much as if you come from the CFO side and the, the even uh, lawyers who are very and extreme successful CEOs. So I, I don't think that this is the only way uh, and the ideal way into a CEO role. So what's the most important way your organization is building on the lessons of 2020? The two points I, I mentioned, we are deeply investigating into the new work, as we call it. So the, the working model going forward that at the end of the day has to do then, of course, with how much real estate do you still need going forward for uh, working and how much um, time will be spent by our colleagues but from working from home. That's the one thing. And we will have to look into our total logistic chain and this is not about shipping instruments such as plane versus um, ships it's actually really about looking for new sources about more sources on mainland europe for example closer to production sites and on the global footprint we have on the production side as well that's the third aspect catherine It was, as always, a pleasure talking to you and uh, thank you very much for making the time to speak with us today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Hydrogen Struggles Leadership Podcast. To make sure you don't miss more future shaping ideas and conversations, please subscribe to our channel on the podcast app. And if you're listening via LinkedIn, Twitter or YouTube, why not share this with your connections? Until next time.